It's time for Rama for Today. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. That would be an executive meeting, so to speak, with the master. We come together to do business, sitting in his presence, planning, discussing, and then praying. For he said, if two of you shall agree, unless you did some planning and discussing, you wouldn't know what you was agreeing on. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 6. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. In Matthew, the 18th chapter, the 18th through the 20th verse gives us a picture of united prayer. Notice Jesus is speaking. He said, What things soever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and what things soever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now, this scripture is amazing. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Now, we use that and quote that verse very often in regard to a church service, but it has no reference to a church service. However, it's true, the Lord's there. He's talking about where those two people were that agreed. He's right there. He's right there. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. That would be an executive meeting, so to speak, with the master. We come together to do business, sitting in his presence, planning, discussing, and then praying. For he said, if two of you shall agree, unless you did some planning and discussing, you wouldn't know what you was agreeing on. Amen. Isn't that true? Amen. Now, the group may be very small, just a husband and a wife, but if they agree... As touching anything they ask, it shall become, it shall be done. This is a challenge. I love a challenge, don't you? I'm sure we've never fathomed the depth of what the scripture can mean to us, and will not until we act upon it and continue to act upon it. Where two agree in prayer, the power of the two increases tenfold over one. Did you hear me? You know, the Bible said, one shall put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand. I said, where two agree in prayer, the power of the two increases tenfold over one. Because one will put a thousand, two will put ten thousand. You can be mighty in prayer in God alone. But you can be mightier in prayer, united or joined together with someone else. Every believer should find an agreeer. As I said, it may be a husband and wife. But every believer should find an agreeer. Someone who could join with him in prayer. We should lay out a program of prayer, making a list of subjects and of people to lay intelligently before God the Father. Now, in the 15th chapter of John's Gospel, John 15, 7th and 8th verse, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, 
Jesus said, Ye shall ask whatsoever you will, it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Now, if you are born again, if we are born again, we do abide in him. His word abides in us in the measure that it governs our lives, in the measure that we act upon it. He said, if you abide in me, if you just said that, and that alone, we'd have it made. But he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. So, if we're born again, we do abide in him. His word abides in us in the measure that it governs our lives, in the measure that we act upon it. Notice here in John's gospel, in all the reference to prayer, that faith is never mentioned. The problem of faith does not enter prayer here. Did you notice that? Now, why do you suppose that's so? Well, it's supposed that those who abide in him have faith, because we are believers, we're not doubters. And if his words, abide, his words abide in us, we're bound to have faith, because the Bible said, and so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. It'd be impossible for his word to abide in us and us not have faith. That's an impossibility. You see, unbelief or doubt is a result of ignorance of the word of God. Are you hearing me? Unbelief or doubt is a result of ignorance of the word of God. Well, it's so. It's so. Now, it took faith to get into the family of God. But thank God we're in the family of God now, so it's not a problem of faith. It's a problem of the word abiding in us. If we're living the word, then when we come to pray, that word dwells in us so richly that it will become his word on our lips. It will be as the Father's words were on the lips of the Master, Jesus. Now in this 15th chapter of John's Gospel, and the 16th verse, we were looking at verse 7 and 8, now we'll read verse 16. We're going to talk about how to pray. You have not chosen me, or another translation said, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed or ordained you, that ye should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Now notice again that prayer here is addressed to the Father in Jesus' name. Whatsoever ye shall ask to the Father in my name. This is divine order. And this statement, whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he will give it you, has enwrapped within it the ability to bring God into our circumstances, into our finances, into our business into our family, or whatever into our homes, or into our nation, or whatever it is that we're praying about. For he said, whatsoever he shall ask of the Father in my name, he will give it you. Now we're not praying to Jesus, we're praying to the Father in the name of Jesus. That's the way Jesus said to do it. Jesus really gives us the power of attorney. That means that what Jesus can do, we can do. That means that Jesus' name gives us the right to go into the presence of the Father God and see our prayers answered. Jesus backs our prayer 
He makes it good. Now look in the 16th chapter of John, the 23rd to 24th verses. John chapter 16, verse 23, 24. In that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if ye shall ask anything of the Father, he will give it you in my name. Hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be made full. Now notice again, according to this scripture, we are to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Now you can fellowship with the Master and can talk things over with it. But when it comes to prayer based on legal grounds, it is to be addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus. And thank God nothing is impossible here. We will not ask anything of the Father that is out of his will if we are walking with him. Notice again here in John the 16th chapter that the word faith does not occur in connection with prayer. Now why doesn't it? We had faith to come into the family. Now we're in the family of God. And everything that Jesus did and has belongs to us. It's not a matter of faith. It's a matter of knowing what's yours. We're acting the part of a child of God. Now then, let's talk about the will of God in prayer. Notice the first epistle of John. John chapter, first epistle of John. First John chapter 5. First John chapter 5, verse 14 and verse 15. And this is the confidence which we have in him, or another translation reads, this is the boldness which we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us, and if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition which we have asked of him. Now the believer walking in fellowship with the word will never ask for anything outside of the Father's will or outside of the word. We need not worry about that. And if he's not walking in fellowship with the Father, with the Word, he's not going to get anything anyway, so don't bother about that. Are you hearing? Amen. That's true. Now then, we know that saving the lost is his will, for this end he died. You see, friends, we can find out God's will here, for this is his covenant, his will his testament. Amen. It is his will for us to have what he has provided, what he has purchased, what he has bought. Now, we know that saving the lost is his will. You don't pray, God, save my mother, she's lost. If it's your will, save her. Don't let her go to hell. If it's not your, your will, well, let her go on. No. No. Now why? Well, John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting or eternal life. So we know that saving the lost is his will. We know the Bible said God's not willing that any should perish but all should come repentance. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Offer is turning hopeless situations around. It's a teaching done by my dad, probably back in the 70s. We have a whole library of DVDs and CDs of dad that's called Timeless Teachings, as he was such a great teacher. He had such a, a unique way of presenting a it. subject. That's he became known as one of, in his generation, one of the 
foremost Bible teachers yes, uh, around. Yes. I know you'll enjoy this immensely. That's right. And your slimline book, The yes. Master Restore. Master Restore. If, he's, if God's done it once, he'll do it he'll again. He'll do it again. again. He'll turn it around for you. Yes. And, and then, uh, lessons on steps to answered prayer. Steps to answered prayer. I particularly like the first two chapters in this book that are vitally important. And it's part one and part two, mm -hmm. seven steps to answered prayer. Now that used to be a single little book, mm -hmm. about a 32 page book, I think it was. Anyway, dad did so much teaching on prayer. A lot of people talk about his, he was a faith teacher, he was, but actually he was a greater teacher on prayer than anything yeah, and, yes. and in love. That was his two main things, his prayer and love. Faith was third. But anyway, we've taken all these lessons on prayer and we put them all together and uh, it's really good. Steps to answered prayer. It's, they're really good. And actually, for, that's for a gift of $27 or more, all of these. So go right now and order them. When you do, we're going to add a bonus. That's right. And this is a CD by you, honey. You are not of this world. That's right. Somebody said, well, that's a crazy title. I am of this world. <laughs> yes, you are of this world naturally, but when you're born again Christian, yes. you're not of this world, you're of God's world. And in God's world, there are certain way things happen that will help you to overcome in life. That's right. Get this special offer now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagin Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.